What is up, everybody? My name is Eric, and this is my podcast, The Heart of a Lion. So today, I've been out of the game for a while. COVID wiped me out, then my son had it, um, but we're back in it and going to rock and roll and start bumping these things out as my therapy, as me spreading my voice, spreading my wings, and basically being therapeutic for me and hoping that uh, I could touch somebody else who may be dealing with adversity or anything really. So today I want to talk about self-worth, right? So self-worth to me, like what it is, how it's hindered me in my life, my new perspective on it, and how I uh, value myself now, right? So for me, the the raw definition for self-worth to me is um, the way you value yourself kind of self-explanatory, the way you look at yourself in the mirror. Where you look in your mirror and you're like, wow, I'm a sexy bitch, I accomplished a lot. Or if you look in the mirror and say I'm a piece of shit and I'm not worth anything, right? So I've been on both ends of the spectrum. Uh, Not to get into my early childhood life, um, but just to say that for a majority of my life I was plagued with this cloud over me, feeling that I wasn't worth anything, uh, so my, my self-worth was very down and out and very limited or small per se. So what I did to make myself feel better and to, uh, in my eyes, bring my self-worth up is I found my value externally by the people I surrounded myself with, always worried about what they thought of me because I felt like that was only my value because I couldn't, didn't have a gauge on how to value myself, really didn't know nor feel like I had anything to offer anybody. So I just kind of was that kid, like I've said before, in the back of the room that stayed quiet and was validated by what other people thought, you know, and went along with the crowd. I spent a lot of time buying a lot of cool shit, um, materialistic stuff, cars, nice house, um, clothes, even to the point where I would go to the store when I was feeling down and some people, I did emotionally eat as well, but that's a different time. Um, But where people, you know, emotionally eat, I would go and emotionally buy, right? So I would go, didn't have a lot of money, or if I did have money, I still went to the like clearance rack and bought something that I may not particularly super, superly love. But if it was marked down and it was name brand and I felt like if I put it on that somebody would look at me like I had money, then I, I bought it, right? Which is, seems kind of stupid in hindsight, but that's where I was. That's how I validated myself. Um, that's just how it was, you know? Then it transpired into relationships, um, both, you know, intimate relationships, relationships with my parents, relationships with friends. Um, you know, I just kind of went with the flow, was in, uh, just got whatever was left, the scraps, right? And then it proceeded into uh, having a beautiful wife, you know, and and a healthy son. And so not too long ago, uh, my go-to was, you know, when people would ask me, like, oh, how you doing today? Big man, I'm living the dream. I got a beautiful wife and a healthy son. And everybody would be like, oh, it's so sweet, you know. Uh, you know, your son's very lucky, your wife's so lucky, and all that other stuff, you know, and, and now looking at it, where was me? It wasn't me. It was 
the Jessica show or the Maddox show or if somebody told me my son was handsome or cute or my wife was beautiful or you guys look so happy together, you know, that's what filled my cup. But it didn't fill my cup. That just kind of went in and out the other because there was a piece missing. There was a cork. So my heart was never fully filled with self-love or any value at all because the cork that was missing was was the love for myself, my own value. Um, you know, it was, I really didn't have it. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know, didn't know anything. I, I really... Um, just kind of went with the punches and and was in what I've learned now is called survival mode, right? So what survival mode is is uh, that shit where you just get whatever is left. You don't you know you're always on edge. So like if you you may be in survival mode if if you get offended easy, you know because your ego is fucking tweaked because your only value that you see in yourself is what other people think. So when they criticize you then you're obviously going defensive mode, you know, and uh, or survival mode, like that lion, like the lion who's in the zoo, who just lays on his fat ass and doesn't really do anything, right? He just waits for his to get fed and he waits to walk laps in circles and and he doesn't have that killer instinct anymore. So he takes whatever's left, you know, relationship-wise, uh, friendship-wise, you know, it's a, and... Um, companionship-wise, whatever they give him. And he, so he settles, right? Unlike that lion with the big mane who's fucking tearing shit up and killing gazelles and taking what's his and what he wants because he knows his value. You know, he's the fucking king in the jungle. He knows he's the man out on the fucking prairies. And, um, you know, he knows his worth. He knows who the fuck he is. And for a long time, I didn't. And I just bounced from relationship to relationship and, and uh cool shit, nice cars here and there, you know? And, and where did that get me, right? Where did that get me? Because you look at me from the outside in, you know, I'm healthy, always got a smile on my face. Uh, my son is amazing, handsome, loving, um, articulate, just a fucking machine, right? He's my mister. And then I have a beautiful wife who... There's nothing short than amazing, right? And like I said, I'm healthy, you know, cute, smile, you know, this and that. But really what it was, was I had, I, where did it get me, yo? It got me so I lived about 2,400 miles away from my wife. And I have my son because I lost myself and I had no fucking confidence and I had no courage and I had no value. And I valued myself. I put my wife on this, on this pedestal. Um, so high, too high for her to pull me up. And really, I didn't feel like I belonged there. I used to joke and, and tell everybody, uh, and I outkicked my coverage. <laughs> and so it got me nowhere. But the upside of that, um, I still do have a beautiful wife. And each day... We take it in the moment, as she says, and we take it one day at a time, and we really, um, don't know, communicate because we had a fear. I had a fear-based relationship with her because I didn't because I had her on that pedestal, and I felt like 
You know, she was too good for me. And I was lucky just to have the relationship that I had. And um, so I never brought, spoke my voice. I just held it back and was just like, yo, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll with it. Um, because I don't wanna make her mad, I don't wanna lose her. You know, that was my biggest fear. You know, I've been to fucking Baghdad and back and nothing really scares me. My biggest fear was losing my wife because she was the first person in the world that ever made me feel safe, feel loved. She's the mother of my, my son, the heir to the throne, the fucking man. And I was always scared. And so how it comes with the law of attraction and manifestation, you know, uh, it's all about fucking energy, right? So my biggest fear came true. And I don't have my wife by my side every day now. And, you know, for a long time I grieved that and I, and I, and I blamed, you know, I, I blamed her for leaving and leaving me, you know, with my son. And I blamed her for all this shit, you know. But there's always a silver lining for everything, right? Because if I have to blame her and I take the opportunity to blame her for all the shitty things that have happened, I also got to blame her for all the fucking great things that have happened. My son, years of marriage, smiles, laughter, family times, traveling, safety, and all that other jazz, right? But it's a bigger picture than that because... The void that she left going on four months ago after deciding to be a beast instead of a bitch and after a lot of tears, I had to fill that void because otherwise I was going to die. And not physically die, but I was fucking dying inside, man. Because I had no value. I didn't know what the fuck I had to do. All I knew was that my wife was beautiful and she was gone. And all I knew is that I had my son who was hurting too. And all I knew, it kept on playing in my head was, you know, there you go. You're, it proves that you're not good enough. And I, and I did, dude. I sat on my fucking ass and I cried like a bitch. And I blamed. And then one day I had to stop fucking blaming and, and or at least stop blaming her for my situation because I had to do it. I, you know, I did it to myself. I mean, granted, she had a part of it, but yo, you can't, not every problem has just fucking one side, right? So, um, I, um, yeah, so I had to make a choice and every day you get to choose again. Every morning you wake up, you get to fucking choose, choose again. It's a new day and you can let yesterday pull you down. You can sit in the wallow or you can choose to be a fucking savage. And so I chose me and I chose me a hundred percent because, and not in a selfish way, in a selfless way, because I knew that the only way that I was going to be able to move forward and recover from this fucking catastrophic hole that was blown into my soul and be able to, to survive and grow was I had to fucking do me. 
And not, like I said, not in a selfish way, but I need to, to, to fill that void inside. I needed to fill the, that hole inside that was never filled by cars or clothes or pretty girls or even my beautiful wife or my son. Because, there was, like I said, there was no cork. There was no way to catch that love. And so no matter how much love I had, if I didn't have it for myself, I was never going to be the best version of myself. And if I'm not the best version of myself, how the fuck am I going to teach my son how to be a man? How am I going to teach him to never follow my footsteps of, of, of self-doubt? And how am I ever going to have a, my beautiful wife back? Or how am I ever going to be the fucking best version of myself, man? So I made myself a promise that I wouldn't settle ever again. And I wouldn't settle for fucking mediocrity. And I wouldn't settle for anything less than fucking everything that I deserved. So what did I do? I started looking at myself in the mirror every morning and I'm like, you're a sexy bitch. And I'm like, now you're full of shit. I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna get you tomorrow. And I started diving in personal development harder than I was. Because I was listening to personal development. I was growing. But I was just fucking going with the flow. So I really started diving into that. I really started fucking hyping up my workouts and, and adding weight and doing things for me. And I went back to getting my hair cut every single week because that's something I did before Jess, before my beautiful wife and my son. And, and I started making decisions for me. I started telling people no when I didn't want to fucking do anything. I, got, I stopped allowing myself to, to be guilted into things. And I started doing this. And I started talking and I started writing and I started unpacking all my shit. And what came out of that? Or what is coming out of that? What's coming out of that is this. I'm a fucking savage with the heart of a lion, with full confidence. I no longer am afraid of my wife. I'm no longer afraid of anything. The only thing that I'm scared of is ever backsliding. So I'll never let that happen because it doesn't serve me. So I found my self-worth and every day I'm finding it a little bit harder. And I stopped blaming anybody for anything. And I'm starting to live in the moment I'm starting to appreciate and be grateful for what I have and every up and every down. And really, in all honesty, the thing that, that four months ago tore my heart out and fucking just made me so bitter and so sad is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Because I know me. And I find myself looking in the mirror and I smile and I laugh and I'm like, you are a sexy bitch. And it's not because of a physical thing, but it's because I can feel my heart pulsating through my chest. And I can feel my confidence running through my veins. And I truly know in my heart that everything, everything that I've ever wanted and everything 
that I ever searched for outside externally, I always had it inside me. I always had it inside. And because of that, and because I found myself, and because Jess left, and because I cried, and I unpacked my shit, and I found my wound, and I'm healing my wounds, I now have a better relationship with my wife. We communicate, we talk like big kids. I no longer am in defense mode. I'm no longer in survival mode. I'm in fucking primal mode, where I know my value, and I know I'm a fucking commodity, And I know that my son will be 10 times better than me. And not because I ain't shit, but it's because I am the shit. And I'm a fucking man and I'm a savage. And I'm a fucking bad motherfucker. And I will push him to the pace. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna push him to that pace. And what's that pace? That pace is to lead from the front. That pace is that you're loved, that you're never alone, and that you make a difference in somebody's life because you made a difference in my life and you made a difference in my wife's life. And I'm going to teach him how to, to love hard and love himself harder than anybody could ever love him because then he'll be the best version of himself. And so he'll bring, (laughs) he'll bring the boom, as he likes to say, and he'll bring it. And he'll be able to lead from the front. He'll be able to inspire people, not only from his beautiful smile, but from his heart. And if he loves harder than anybody could ever love, he loves himself harder than anybody could ever love him. I would have done something right. Because that would have been another opportunity that I did for generational change. But another opportunity that I manned up. But another time that I made an impact in somebody's life. Because that shit's going to be like ripple effect, yo. Because he's going to be amazing. And I'm going to be amazing. And my wife is going to be amazing. We're going to be an amazing together. And whether that's together, together, whether that's a broken yet amazing family, whatever it is, with no expectations. Just good vibes. So, if you heard this and you feel like nobody loves you, or you feel like your self-worth is in the negative and you devalue yourself, just understand that the only person that can define your value is you. Nobody else. So, the longest journey always takes the first step, right? And the shit that hurts and the shit that's uncomfortable is the stuff that works, stuff to make the difference. And the day that, excuse me, the day that you realize 
how amazing you really are and what the value that you bring to the world and is the day that you start seeing that everything you ever looked for in other people you have within you because everybody's unique and everybody's amazing <clears throat> and yeah some people can throw a fucking fastball 101 miles an hour some people can't but everybody's got a superpower because sometimes all people need is a heart and ear to listen and if you're good at that then fuck dude that's your superpower and flex it Know your worth. And the sooner you learn your worth, the sooner you can start changing other people's lives by changing your own. Because remember, everybody's always watching. The kids are always watching. And the feeling, it feels so good to, to look myself in the mirror and be like, you're doing it. And I ain't perfect. Nobody's ever perfect. And anybody who says they're perfect is full of shit. And who wants to be fucking perfect anyways, man? Who wants to be perfect, you know? The round pebble doesn't skip across the water as good as a flat one, right? Don't be afraid of your scars or where you came from because it doesn't define you because you define you. You define your value and you... You do you. So... Go out there and fucking kill something. Take what's yours. Love harder than anybody else could ever love anybody. Love yourself. Because you're amazing. And I'm amazing. My son's amazing. My wife's amazing. And everybody's unique and everybody's amazing. And the sooner you learn that, the more fun life's going to be. So I hope everybody who's listening to this got something. Made me feel better. And just remember that uh, a smile and love can make wonders, right? So you guys have a beautiful day. Call somebody you ain't talked to in a while. Tell them you love them. Even if you got to call yourself. Even if you have to call yourself, tell yourself you love them. That should be the first phone call. Much love. Like I said, I'm Eric. And uh, until next time.